Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? This episode of Another VO Podcast is sponsored by Headphone. If you're looking for something new to listen to during that long commute to work, that trying workout, or just for funsies, check out Headphone, a premium audio show platform. They've got comedies, romance, and even thrillers and horrors like Dracula and Dark Matter. So check it out at headphonewithanf.co.in. Use code AnotherVOPOD10 to get 10% off your first month subscription. That's AnotherVOPOD10 to get 10% off your first month subscription. Hey, uh, talky internet thingy. Yeah, could you uh, find me a voiceover podcast that has more than one person on it? It's not boring and, you know, it's, it's, you know. There's a lot of VO podcasts out there sharing a lot of insight and knowledge. But on another VO podcast, you get to hear from three guys who are accountability partners and who all have a different story of how their VO careers came together. Do they have all the answers? Probably not. But between the three of them, they've made all the mistakes you don't want to make. And hey, they're really nice guys. Well, pretty much. Here's Jake, Alden, and Troy with another VO Podcast. Welcome back to another VO Podcast. We are uh, honored and blessed today to have a room full of people, and there's nothing wrong with that. Um, Charles Coates is joining us again. Hey, Charles. How's it going? It's going, it's going great. And good, good. thanks for letting me be on here uh, as a guest, uh, guest host because well, of our guest today. Well, it's, it's always, <laughs> it's always good to have you. And, uh, of course, um, uh, Alden is here. Jake is here. How are you guys Hello. doing? Doing good. good. Doing good. Good, good. All right. Well, so let's, let's drop the suspense. We got a special guest today. We want to welcome <laughs> Lala Peters. Lala, how are you? Thank you, Troy. I'm excellent today. Happy Wednesday. Happy hump day. Happy Campbell day. Yeah. Are. Yeah. I and we're going Wednesday. into the, here we go into October and fall and the final yeah. quarter of the year. And, and, uh, I put out a, a thing earlier in the week. It's, it's the fourth quarter, you know, we got to get out there and put the press on and let's get it done. Yes. So here we yes. go. So let's talk a little bit about law. Law is, um, um, has a VO agency, a team of coaches. They do demos, workshops for companies, um, mm -hmm. uh, lots of things. And, and one thing I, I discovered that I wasn't familiar with was the be happy, be heard podcast. I had not, uh, run across that before. Uh, she also co-hosts with Ann Ganguza on, on the VO boss, which is one of the best business podcasts I've ever listened to. It's uh -huh. fantastic. Yep. Um, and you guys are such a great team. Uh, on there. And then there's Nevo, which is coming up here in just a couple of weeks. Uh, that's huge. So we, we want to touch on that today. But but first, tell us a little bit about that 40-year overnight success rise in your VO backstory. <laughs> oh, wow. Troy, that was a, such a great intro. Can you can you follow me around all day long? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. We yeah. don't have to do the spiel over and over. <laughs> Here's Troy for my spiel. I'll, I'll, mi I'll mix that down with music and you can just put it on a Bluetooth speaker and take it around. And Oh, Charles, you told me it was good. You didn't tell me it was that good. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Thank you so much for inviting me on this program. I'm really excited to be here. And yeah, that's like one of our running jokes. And it is a joke. And we do let people know it is a joke when we say, Look at her, meaning look at me or look at any of my colleagues. She's an overnight success. And then the a client goes, 
Really? Wow. Good for you. She's a 40 year overnight success. <laughs> oh, wait, is really? It took you that long? I said, listen, anything that's good and that's worth it and that's meaningful takes a long time. And if it doesn't, it's not worth it. Right. <laughs> my dad always right. taught me. My dad mm-hmm. was a great entrepreneur. Um, in his lifetime, and I really came from a family of entrepreneurs, and that's how I started thinking in the way that I thought, because I was a young actor, actually. I was a dancer first for many years, and then I was an actor. Um, and I thought like an actor, like a performer, but then there was always this piece of me, Troy, that was like wanted to run things. I thought I was just bossy. You know what I mean? I thought it was just... A- <laughs> cute, adorable, you know, Jewish girl from the West of Massachusetts. And I thought I just wanted to do things my way. But then I figured out that it wasn't really that. It was the problem solving. I loved the organizational factor Mm. and the problem solving, like the piecing of things together when it came Mm -hmm. to project management. And what was really funny is that, and and I'm very honest about myself, I am not really a project manager. Like I'm not that brain that is super organized and everything's structured and everything's in its place. I'm still very much a creative. So I have, you can imagine my desk has every color sticky note you can imagine on there, like (laughs) for a million different things. But somehow it makes sense to me. Somehow it works out. Somehow it makes sense. I like to pride myself on being an idea person. And I think if I didn't do what I'm doing now, I probably would have worked in an advertising agency or Mm -hmm. doing that kind of work because I'm the type of person that wakes up. And I'll give you a good quote. One of my favorite um, plays of all time is Alice in Wonderland. And the Mad Hatter says, I like to think up 13. Uh, uh, I like to, don't quote me, I like to think up 13 impossible things before breakfast. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I like to think of myself as sort of a more normalized mad hatter. (laughs) (laughs) That by the time I wake up and I'm going to breakfast, I've already had some thoughts about new stuff, what Mm -hmm. needs to be created. And I think that that, you know, from, from whether you consider yourself an entrepreneur or whether you consider yourself a solopreneur that's launching and starting out in the biz, I think that that's just a very common anomaly with people who are creatives that just Mm -hmm. from the heart and from the soul and from the spirit just need to flower things every day, need to create and come up with ideas every day. I think where we fall down is not understanding the reality that many of those things simply will not happen. They will not come true. They will not come to pass. Mm -hmm. And much of the time, getting back to your question, Troy, because of the lack of execution. That really is what it comes down to oftentimes. Most ideas are not bad ideas. Most ideas are not uh, uh, invaluable or invalid in any way. They just lack the nuts and bolts of what it takes to actually get it done, right? Right. One of my favorite scenes, you guys like um, um, Patrick Shandley's Broadway show, which was turned into a film, uh, Moonstruck. If you ever mm-hmm. saw Moonstruck with Cher, mm-hmm. if you remember dating myself going way back, right? Uh, <laughs> it was a great scene with Danny Aiello, who had taken years and years and years and years to finally propose to Cher, his girlfriend, right? Like year, they were already middle-aged, years and years and years. And the brother's in the car and he does the whole thing and he sets up the whole, you know, the ring and the on the knee and proposing. And he says in the car, he says, all right, this is good. Now all you need to do is show up to the wedding. 
and you see his face just drop like he didn't think, wow, wait a second. I got to mm-hmm. go through with this now. Mm-hmm. How do mm-hmm. I do that? What do I do? So my right. whole, I think my whole career and all of my training going from my college years into my graduate school years was really figuring out as a working performing artist. I wasn't even teaching yet in my twenties. I was really just a working performing artist is how do I work? How do I work? How do I financially support myself? How do I get great work? And how do I piece together this career, which is not a a road paved in gold. It is not something that someone gives to you and necessarily grooms you for and says, here, there's -hmm. your six figures. It's all set for you. Just walk into it. Maybe a few people get that opportunity, but most don't. Most have to really like a, like a a tradesman, like a craftsman. We Mm -hmm. have to get Mm -hmm. the tools and build it. Right. So I love that. I love that. I came from a family of builders. I came from a mindset of like, my grandparents came from, you know, Russia and they were like those old school immigrants, man, they they didn't even speak English and they came in and they were like poor. They had nothing Mm -hmm. like no Mm -hmm. one's going to give you anything. You build it, you make it, you do it. And then if you're smart enough, you can figure out how to go to school, go to school. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. what we came from. That's what, you know, how I was raised. And I'm so thankful about that, to be honest, because I think that that's the core of best practices in a business of being client centered and really understanding what your your talent, your client, your student really needs and solving problems, mm-hmm. you know, knowing how to solve a problem, knowing how to fill a need authentically rather than how much money am I going to make, which we hear right. all the time. Law, how much money am I going to make? I said, you're asking the wrong question. (laughs) How about asking the question? I'm going back to JFK now. That was a little before my time. What are you going to do first? Right. Other than what is it going to do for you? What are you going to do first? Right. And we run into that every day in these groups. Uh, You know, I've got the VO Life group. There's 1,600 people in there. I've tried to pack more experienced people in there to help answer these questions honestly and transparently because there are so many people, like you said, the expectation, and I don't mean to pick on our younger generation, but they want it handed to them. A lot of people do. You have to work for it. You really do. You've got to work. You've got to craft. You've got to build. Um, The voiceover is, and I can't compare it to being a doctor, but there are similarities. Mm -hmm. I don't want a guy working on me that's six months into medical school, so I don't want somebody brand spanking new trying to solve my voiceover problems if they don't know what they're doing. And that there's a lot of that out there. It mm-hmm. takes time. It takes a lot of time. This is a, uh, it's a tough business. And mm. it, it's a very, uh, uh, it's one of those things that draws you in because if you're a creative and you love doing this, it's going to draw you in and you're going to want to do it and be successful. Mm-hmm. But you've got to be a business person and put the work in. Yes. It's, it's yeah. such a small percentage of your day and yeah. all of us can attest to this. A small, a very small percentage of my day is recording projects. Very mm-hmm. small. Oh yeah. You know, mm-hmm. I spend most of my day. I'm marketing. I'm answering questions. Yep. I'm I'm pushing myself in different groups or social media or sending out stuff. 
um, that's what we do. And then the other part of the day, your wife comes and says, I got to go to the doctor and you can go with me because you don't have a boss. And, you know, and it's all of that comes in. So, uh, and, and we have to balance that. And that's what, you know, what's makes makes this yeah. such a challenge. I think also, Troy, you hit on something really important with the, the generational differences. And I certainly meet and work with people of all generations down to the, you know, the, the generation's ears that are really trying to authentically figure it out. And they oftentimes did not grow up having the conversations. They did yes. not grow up having people talk to them. I mean, yes. I have, I'm sure many of you have, um, you know, relatives in my background, Eastern European relatives that, you know, you'd sit all day long over a cup of tea and wafers and you talk about everything mm -hmm. and you'd yell and scream and laugh and cry and play cards and have biscuits it wasn't this oh you don't agree with me then i'm not sitting at the table with you it was like i'm sitting at this table with you because i love you and i want to mm -hmm. be here and i'm excited right. about life and i think that that piece that little piece which turns into everything in regards to communication and we're in the business of communication mm -hmm. is about you know, for me, I can only speak for me, translates into loving my people, loving my clients, loving my students, like right. really adoring them. If someone says, I don't know, you care so much, you answer the phone, you do the text Saturday night and said, I do. I authentically do because it's a caretaking in me, whether it's maternal, whether it's Russian, I don't know what it is, but <laughs> it's there. It's a cultural element that I think is missing in the newer generations that the seekers are seeking. Mm -hmm. They're looking mm -hmm. for it and they're finding wonderful guides like you and us and to help them find that because they didn't grow up in households that are doing that. They didn't mm -hmm. have siblings. They were all on devices, not mm -hmm. speaking. And so we, I, I see our jobs as even more than guiding people through the voiceover. I see our jobs as like mm -hmm. taking care of one another, guiding one another and making it possible and safe to speak, to communicate. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. right? right, and, and mm -hmm. to be real, <laughs> yeah, yeah, as much be, as you can be. Being a you know, good Laura, true mentor. You know, good. when you were saying that, I was, you know, about the sitting at the table, you know, because you love them and you want to be there. And I was just thinking about, you know, our coaching sessions and the times that we've talked. That's exactly what I feel. With oh, you. I love that's that. Exactly what I feel. I love that. I love that because it's not just a session, a coaching, a learning, it's that, but, but it's gotta be more than that. It's a personalized <laughs> business. Like what does personalized mean? Well, we're craftsmen. I always liken it to a trade because a lot of people understand a trade. They know they need an electrician. They know what a plumber does. They know what a carpenter does. Well, we do that too. We, we just, we, you don't see the physicality of what we're doing. It's esoteric in that way, but we're doing it. But then we do it with our own craft, our own spin our own persona that is that personal relationship building. So thank you for saying that, Charles. That that means an awful lot. That's the thing that lasts forever. The voiceover piece comes and goes. The job comes and goes. We're not really trying to get you a job. We're trying to build you a career. That's mm -hmm. what yes. we're working yes. on mm -hmm. doing. You know, mm -hmm. it's a different mindset than like, yeah. oh, do you have something for me? Oh, am I getting that audition? Oh, I lost that job. Why did I lose that job? I said, I don't know if that you're asking the question. The question is really, what can I do to build my career and strengthen my tools so mm -hmm. that when I plow out there with, 
you know, my marketing, my connections, whatever I'm doing, that I'm offering the best part of me, the best practices. And, and, and you can't skip over some of that is relationship building. It just is. The demo is great. You have to have one, but it's not everything. (laughs) I've definitely cast people and taken people into the agency and worked with folks that, you know, didn't have a demo or they, or they just whatever, but they're fantastic at building a relationship coming through. They got the goods. They're professionally Mm -hmm. minded. You know what I mean? They're working, they're working on their tools. Really is important to have those, those, they used to call them in business. I don't know if they still call them soft skills. I don't know if they're soft skills, but (laughs) used to call them soft skills. They did. They um, did. And you're you're not everything. really a, you're not really allowed <laughs> to use a lot of those in business anymore sometimes. I know, right? That's all <laughs> really oh, changed. I'm it there. <laughs> yeah, it works for, I mean it works in what we do, but that was one of the reasons that I made that conversion into this business full time is that things changed a lot and it was very hard to manage people, talk to people, direct people uh, because some got their feelings hurt and they want to go to HR and some love to follow direction. They needed <laughs> yeah. pushing and they wanted help. Yeah. But uh, it, it it was just crazy. Now, Jake Alden, you guys don't don't be shy. Jump in. <laughs> oh, I'm you not guys, shy. I've just been enjoying listening to her talk. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I, I tell feel you, like I transformed uh, out of uh, host into student. You know, yeah, it's so good. I'm enjoying watching you guys. Your faces. Uh, it's just it's awesome to watch you guys smile as you're listening to this. It's awesome. <laughs> well, it just kind of uh, takes me back to when I met her at One Voice. I mean, like anytime I even if I did even if I wasn't talking directly to her, I would hear her talk to other people, and I was just like, I like I like hearing her talk. And but she was so yeah. I mean, it was I I knew I had to meet her, so I took the opportunity to do that when I did. So yeah, I'm just enjoying her again. It takes me all back again. So yeah, good, 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 good. Hey, let's let's uh. Let's jump over to uh, to Nevo because this uh, conferences are a big deal, mm-hmm. and this one is is newer. Um, it is it's a little different. It's in an area of the country that's a little different, and I love up there. I used to travel to Chicopee, Massachusetts, all the time. Ooh, that's um, a nice area. I it love it really area. was nice. I, I went up there for business for several years. I used to be in the uh, automotive manufacturing arena, and and that was where one of our uh, parent companies was. So I used okay. to spend a lot of time up there. Beautiful country. It reminds me a lot of Tennessee, actually. It, uh, when you get yes. on the back roads and drive, it's mountainous and hilly and and beautiful. Um, places in Massachusetts, you can't tell where you are. You could be in yes. Pennsylvania, you could be in New York, you don't know. You've got farmland, you've got, you know, everything that you would have in like Tennessee and those beautiful states. And all of a sudden, you don't know exactly where you are. You're far from Boston, you know, it's very it different is. experience. It is, it's gorgeous. Tell us about Nevo. It's coming up October 14th and 15th. You've got some powerhouse speakers coming in. Um, it, it it looks great. And I've got a, a wonderful um, friend that I first met in VO early on, Brad Grahowski. He is going. He's up there close, and he's going to report back everything to us afterwards. We're going to bring uh, bring Brad onto the podcast after and let him oh, tell us about that conference. Hey. So, um, yeah, tell us what's coming up and, and what, what uh, planted the seed for this. Oh, thank you for asking that. So this, this like I suppose, like any idea that I've had, this started out as like, should I do this? Should I not do this? What what could I do? What what would what what would be meaningful to the people that I know and work with? I think that was my baseline uh, thought was what because I am a host, I am an organizer, I am a producer, and I've been producing 
showcases for years and years in New York and in now in LA. And I love it. I just love, I'm a matchmaker. Listen, guys, when you listen, when you invite a Jewish woman on the program, you obviously have a matchmaker on your hands, right? <laughs> All right. So I love it. And I was a I coach. love you. <laughs> yes, I love you too. I was a coach for many years before I became an agent. And I still am a coach at my studio. And people would say, You're not a coach, Law. I don't think you even know who you are. You're a manager. I said, I'm not a manager. Don't call me a manager. I don't because I didn't want to deal with commissions and contracts. I just didn't have interest at that time. I just wanted to authentically train people, love on people, and introduce people to where they needed to go. So I, I bring that up because that was the seeds. That was the early seeds of becoming an agent and then creating these larger scale events and having a real, like filling the problem, filling that need of what was going on. So here I am now. I'm 15 years into my studio. I'm almost four years into the agency base and being invited to these wonderful conferences, just, just so fun, so beautiful. And, you know, um, and, and a cool scene for me to be on because I love speaking and I love connecting to people like Charles and people like Jacob. I love it, love it, love it. And then it dawns on me, I said, wait a second, this would be fun to do. And then I just let it go. I just let it go because I was busy and I just let it go. So I'll tell you exactly how this happened. I love to hear how it's like when you meet the person you're going to marry to think the exact moment of how you met them, where you met them and what you thought when you met them and then jump, you know, 10 years into the marriage. I think that's very fun to do. So I know exactly when I created this, it was last year, a year ago, at my dear friend, Uncle Roy's barbecue. Oh, uh, yeah. And it, the seed was there. It was just there and I was doing nothing. And so uh, J. Michael jumps out of his van for a few minutes before he's on his way. And I know J. Michael. I love J. Michael. He's actually, I'm one of his agents. So that's how we work together. And um, he jumps out, grabs a bagel. We chit chat. He's chit chatting with a lot of people. And I don't know how this happened. But he looks at me and he says, you know, you need one of these things in New England, right? And I said, yeah, we kind of do. Yeah, I think we do. He said, you're the one to do it, right? I said, yeah, I think I am. Yeah, I kind of am. And then I go to the chicken salad. You know what I mean? <laughs> it starts to brew. It starts to brew. And I sit down with my people at the table. There were a few new people I met. One of my coaches, Meryl Goldsmith from ZLX, she did 20 years on radio, was there. And we started talking about it. And I knew from that moment that it was a little tiny ember that caught flame, that caught flame. And I said, just run with it. Worst that happens is it blows out. And that's how, really how it started. I said, is there really a need? Well, New England, and I know I'm a New Englander, I grew up here, has nothing, absolutely nothing in regards to events for talent or performers. We just don't have it. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of reasons why. We have talent here, but we're more of a tertiary market. So like if a film comes in, you know, if a Mark Wahlberg film comes in or a, a Ben Affleck film comes in, Oftentimes, they're going to bring the features with them. They're going to bring the leads with them and then cast the smaller roles out of the New England market. Well, that's been true as well for voiceover as well. Once in a while, we'll have some larger voiceovers come through, but oftentimes they're smaller, commercially based, you know, industrials, corporate, that kind of thing. So I think no one really 
thought of this or took this seriously that there could actually be a really high level professional voiceover slash actor market in New England. And that was the reason why I created MCBO. I created MCBO for Model Club Inc. Because it right in the height of COVID, when we were locked down, couldn't go anywhere. I said, because we don't have a voiceover division. We can get voiceovers and do jobs. But we don't have the legitimacy that we need to say, no, we have pools of people. Now, I'm only talking about New England right now. Pools of people that are great people, top people from Broadway, from TV, from film. Okay, so we created MCVO, incredibly successful. I said, why not just create this? Worst that happens is it falls on its face, <laughs> right? So of course we do it in the in the midst of the worst economy ever, right? And I said, but wait a second. When I created my studio, you guys, 15 years ago, it was the worst recession under Obama that we had ever experienced in the history of the United States. I was starting a business. I said, oh, Oh, how am I ever going to write? And my dad said, you got three to five years to do this. Otherwise, you're going to fail because most businesses fail in, within a three to five year period. And you're not going to fail, but you got to work hard and you got to create it. And I did. And I actually took <laughs> off right in the middle of that recession. So long story short, I said, we got to do Nevo. We called it New England voiceover. But I had a feeling we would get folks from everywhere and we get a nice group from New England. Interestingly enough, most of our people are not from New England. You see how you don't know. You you birth you birth this child and you have no idea where that child's going to run wild. So right. we have some New England folks coming in who are stellar. And then we have tons from everywhere else, which is incredible. I wanted it to be a summit versus a conference to have a little bit of a separate space from my friends who run conferences. I wanted it to be personalized, more like immersive coaching groups so that it, it doesn't have the feel of a sit and listen, passively listen. And I kept likening it to my early experiences with Apple buying a Mac. So I would join the genius, you know, business group or whatever. And they'd stand there and interactively teach you how to use your programs. They wouldn't touch your computer, but they'd say, okay, go here, do this. All right. Do you finding this? What do you see? That's how I envision Nevo. I envision Nevo to be the facilitators who are coaches, you know, speakers, coaches are going to work with their groups, whether they're larger or smaller, to get them to move that needle in their business to the next step. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll develop personal relationships. Maybe they'll get involved with each other's projects. Maybe they'll give out really amazing um, references and connections, which they typically do. Um, but I want it to run organically. I don't want to dictate what people say, what people do, how they do it. I really feel it needs to have that organic feel to it. And we're doing a weekend of this. And then right in the middle, we're doing our signature showcase. So our signature showcase on Saturday. Yes, Charles, Charles is doing it. It's going to be a hybrid showcase. We're going to pack the room with our studio audience, which is everyone at Nevo. And then we're also going to be online as well. And I've invited in some of my top agencies, casting directors, producers, managers that are going to watch these auditions, give feedback, give adjustments, give direction. I mean, the education and the professional development is stellar. Like I want it to be that people are walking away and say, wow, 
I learn so much about me, my business, what I'm doing, my brand, what I'm presenting, how I feel about what I do, right? Um, And I also want to hit the mind, body, soul. I want to have a psychological approach to what we're doing as well, that we're not just a VO solopreneur. We're people. We're people. How do we take care of ourselves? How do we look? How do we dress? How do we present our energy, you know, all of these things. I have coaches and speakers who are going to work on this and speak to this and say, listen, if you want longevity, you have got to have a balance and you've got to care for yourself and you've got to consider your, your, your business as your baby and take care of that as well and have a healthy balance between you and your business and not over-identify yourself with your business, which is what I did my whole life. I was my business. I mm. am my business. That's a very workaholic mindset. That's a very old school mindset. That's like you never leave the business ever. <laughs> it's a lifestyle 24-7 business that you do. So I still struggle with that, to be honest with you. But I like that idea of having a compartmentalization that I have a rich business. It's growing. It's healthy. It's whatever it is. And then I have me. And 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 if something doesn't go well in the business, it doesn't mean that I failed. If I don't get a job, it doesn't mean something's wrong with me. And really kind of working that from a psychological viewpoint mm-hmm. as well. We'll have some psychology coaches there as well that work with talent to talk yeah. about how do you structure it? How do you structure your day? How do you structure your mindset? So that's these are perfect. all the, yeah, that's, these are that's all big the, stuff. <laughs> it's big stuff. It's big stuff. You know, how do you take care of your body? If you're sitting in a chair for 12 yeah. hours a day, well, what else are you doing? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So really mm-hmm. like looking at it, dipping our toe in the water and seeing, and Charles is going to be honest with me. I trust Charles. He's going to tell me what he thinks works, what he thinks doesn't work and what he'd like to see more of so that when we do this again, we can make it even better and tighten it even more. But this is going to be fantastic. We've got, it sounds like it. I can't We're wait. Rock it out. I've got a whole lineup of Boston stand-up comedians who are going to perform oh, on cool. Saturday night. Some <laughs> awesome. of my performers from our crew are 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 you know Broadway and and opera singers. They're going to perform. I've got a VO murder coming in on Sunday. That's going to happen for lunch. It's going to be great catered lunch. Remember, you know the Jewish matchmaker has to give you a catered. <laughs> It's just the way it is. You won't know whether you're at a bar mitzvah, a wedding, or a summit, and it doesn't matter. Oh. Well, <laughs> so, uh, where where can people like look up see how they can be a part of this? Like what 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 is there a website link? What yes. what, what what can we tell them? Yes, thank you for asking that. So we have an event website, which is mm-hmm. Stellar, and that was um, created by my dear friend and uh, a talent who's in my agency, Jim Frank, and he will be there teaching website design as well. And he created NewEnglandVoiceOver.com. Okay, has everything on it that has the lineup, the schedule, the tickets, the registration. Um, everything you need. It also has our talent inner circle membership. Charles is a red carpet member of that, nice. which I'm very excited about that. Um, and, uh, and, you know, just go there, check it out, see if there's the two events are separate so that you have flexibility. Uh, most are doing the entire, entire weekend. But we have a few that are doing Nevo only. We have a few that are doing showcase only. So mm. you can do one or the other. But the good news is once you come in, 
there's you don't pay anything else we we don't upsell anything you're oh, not signing cool. up for breakouts or separate we're gonna have we'll see if this works we're gonna have a very fluid approach to the talent moving through so if they come in a room they love it they stay they don't love it it's not for them they quietly leave and they go into another room and we're going to see how that works to have that freedom to mm -hmm. sample different offerings and our and our our facilitators are totally ready for that they they get that you know mm. they may have two people in the room they may have 20 people in the room so uh you know it's organically i think going to work out as it works out to see who who wants to sit with whom and who wants to learn what without being tied in because they paid for it okay I like awesome. the fact really that awesome. um, I looked at the the schedule because it gives a little description of each event and and the speaker and and things like that. And I I think one thing that I liked when I first saw it was, like you said, it's not necessarily like a big conference setup. Like you go into a room and you have forty minutes to listen, jot down your notes, run to the next one. I like that a lot of those classes were longer than an hour. Like mm -hmm. you're gonna you're gonna be able to get in there and kind of soak everything in and a lot of them in there they say you know we're going to give you chances to interact and we're going to do some practice and this and that so it's almost like you're just going to a bunch of paid x sessions that you that you'd pay extra for at other conferences it's like i'm getting i'm getting all that for yes. you know for the for the experience so i thought that was yes cool. that's exactly the way we've set it up it has that that uh flexibility for you which i think is very important um, yeah, so, so we're excited to see how it goes. We're going to have a really cool, you know, depending on who's there and who comes in on Friday, late afternoon, we're going to have a little soiree at the local craft hall, um, which will be really fun just to chill, just to relax with our folks coming through, um, before we hit the ground running on Saturday morning, then we're going to go straight through. It'll be a marathon. It definitely will feel like a marathon. We we put in a lot to the program. We put in more than we need, actually. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> I think one complaint I think I'm already going to get because I, I can hear it coming is law. You have too many things running at once. I can't decide and mm. I'm void. I know I'm going to get that because we have so many great people coming in. And yeah, we, that's a good it's problem. It's hard not to do that when you do have so many yeah. great people that you're connected with and want to be a part of it. So it's true. It's true that our facilitators that can't physically make it, who will be zooming in, we're going to record those. So at the very least, we'll have about a dozen recorded that if people are not sitting in on the session, they'll be able to hear it. Right. Um, which is really cool. Uh, and then we always record our showcase as well, just for archival purposes. We record that. But the, but we love having an international crowd. So we're going to have a crowd. We probably represent five countries right now who are coming in to either awesome. cool. audition or be a guest, which is so cool. I mean, like I get such a kick out of that, knowing that these markets are coming in and being represented mm -hmm. by these wonderful people who are busy they're working mm -hmm. doing mm -hmm. projects they're casting they're 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 doing a million things for instance i have uh two of my partners coming in uh their production company is called really really out of new york um she was michelle cohen who's brilliant was um the executive producer of um schoolhouse rock oh uh, wow yes and they put together a well they they had they created a book years ago mm -hmm. called menopop based on a 
a pop-up board game based on menopause, which is of course what we all need, obviously. Yeah. And, 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 and so they, I pitched to them as a producer um, that we need an audio drama based on this and they love it. They bought it. So we are uh, just got our SAG contract to cast a mostly female cast with a few male roles under a SAG contract, which I'm proud of for the fall. Um, and it's fun. It's funny. And it's going to uh, also we're celebrating uh, International Menopause Day, which is uh, um, October 18th. We're going to do a virtual party. And it's like, wow, this is kind of crazy. Well, we've got some big names coming in to voice those roles. And I'm, I, I have to tell you, I'll tell you a little secret between you and the listeners. Like, I'm so excited because they came to me and I'm a producer. They came to me and they said, I sat through the table read during the summer and they said, we want you to play one of the roles nice for us. And I was like, yeah, okay. Which role? And they said, the role you read, it's, it's the role of Weeby Wander. Who's, who's uh, um, a Jewish woman from Rhode Island who can't stop, you know, screaming and breaking out and crying. And I said, it's too much of a stretch for me. I don't know if I can. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> uh, there's no stretching for you. Uh, now we know better than that. Play it, play it, please play it. Yes. So I'll be in it. I'll be voicing That's it. amazing. Congratulations. <laughs> on that. that is awesome. I'm very proud of that. Thank you. Um, I, I know. I think you have to go soon. And I didn't mean to cut you off, Troy, real quick, but some oh, of the things fine. we we talk about over the podcast is we tell people, because a lot of our listeners are probably new to the voiceover and they may not understand the benefits of maybe coaching with someone or working out doing workshops, workouts and stuff like that. And I know you did kind of touch on it, but just very briefly, since we got a little bit, a little bit of time left, um, showcases, the showcase you have going on, what's a, what's the benefit of showcases for those wondering? I mean, we've used that word a lot. I know that you said yeah. there's going to be people there listening, but what, what can someone get out of a sh being a part of a showcase? That's an awesome question, Jacob. And I was just a guest in a, a class last night and I was just saying this, I was saying, all right, so whenever you have an opportunity as a talent to do something live, do it. <laughs> Do it, especially in this world, you know, where you're, you know, locked in your booth all day long. Do as much live as you can, whether it's coaching or training or or, or being a guest on a podcast or doing your own podcast. Do things live because you need psychologically, you need the interaction right. with people to feel connected. And there's not, I'll tell you, there's really nothing like forging the beginning of a relationship live versus sending a cold submission. Sending a cold submission is fine. You got to do it. You got to do your marketing, obviously. Mm -hmm. But I'm telling you, if you can get in front of people and do it live, they get to feel you. They get to see your energy. They get mm -hmm. to see the studio. They get to hear the quality of work. They get to talk to you and direct you, ask you questions. There's just nothing like it. Now, New York and L.A. has known this for years and years and years. And that's why in New York and L.A., they're notorious for casting workshops and showcases and that kind of thing, because they know that when industry pros come in, talent wants to work with people who are working and who can give them work. Right. Absolutely. It's as simple as that. There's nothing, yeah. there's nothing nefarious about it. They just want to work with people who are in the industry. It makes sense too. It makes total sense. It's like, again, I go back to the tradesman. Do you want to work with a carpenter <laughs> who worked 30 years ago and can try to remember and teach you technique or a carpenter is out there right now building some of the master homes? 
right? So that's why we do the showcase. The showcase is to forge relationships, to get top of mind, top of mind, top of mind. So when projects come through, they go, I just met this guy, Charles. He's great. In fact, I think he can do on camera work. Great, great. He's top of mind. And to have the permission to be in touch with them on a regular basis. Hmm. And I think one of the ways uh, some of my talent falls down is not keeping in touch, not following up and feeling like, oh, I'm bothering them. Oh, I don't know. No, you're not bothering them. (laughs) If you were, they would tell you. They're not shy. They would say, please, three months, let me know. But otherwise, I always say, no asky, no getty. (laughs) <laughs> right right you've got to be a little assertive yeah. in yeah. business for sure a lot assertive in business and say listen if you don't want to hear from me it's totally fine but no they do they do want to hear from you they do because they forget about you they're dealing with numbers if they're an agent cat they're dealing with numbers of people they're tired they have busy lives you know they can't recollect everyone so easily in my agency i have over 400 talent literally i have to go through the rolodex in my mind to say oh my god i'm meeting these people they're in my agency wait a second i've never seen their face what's their name you know what i mean like it's very it's a very saturated industry so that's where i say separate the personal separate your your personal psychology from meeting people and understanding that they're business people. They want to know what your product is. They want to understand your value and they want to see is the time right that it's a good fit for, for what you're offering. If it's not, then you're going to check back again sooner than later. So that's what the showcase really does for you. Besides Mm. having instant gratification of all these amazing people watching your work commenting on your work, looking at you because they get to see your visual as well as your sound. Mm-hmm. I, I spoke to Charles yeah. a little bit about potentially doing on-camera work if he's up for it because they do ask a lot of voiceover. Great. I like you. Oh, diversity casting. That's hot right now. We're looking for more you know, um, African-American actors. We're looking for more Asian actors. We're looking for more women over 70. We're looking for more real people. You know, these are all questions that you want to get ready to answer that you're not going to have in cold submissions and cold emails. You're just not going to have the nuances of exchange and, Mm. you know, full circle to what we started talking about. The whole thing is about communication and honest exchange and building business through, you know, solving a problem. So they need to see you. They need to see, are you for real? How do you carry yourself? What kind of brand and materials are you selecting? Do you know who you are? Like I always said, when I talk to my agents and and my casting friends, what are you looking for? What are you looking for? They say, I need to know the talent knows who they are. I don't want to have to teach them that. They should already know who they are. And they need a therapist, get their psychology in order. And then, you know, get their finance in order. Make sure they have jobs. You know what I mean? They don't want to deal with that. They want to deal with the work. Mm -hmm. They want to get everything aligned. That's the excitement. And that's the organizational project management factor. They don't want to deal with all the side issues that coaches deal with. That's what the coach deals with, all the side issues that come Mm -hmm. up for the person and what Mm -hmm. the person is going through. Showcase is not for that. Showcase is for people who are ready to market or are already working in the market. 
for professionals. Maybe they're early. Maybe they haven't worked yet. That's okay. But they're in the mindset of being a professional working talent and saying, right. right? And yeah, you not saying, do you like me? Is this what you want? Did it? No. Saying, here's my value. And I'm excited to share this with you. How can we work together? What do you need? That's mm-hmm. the mindset to go into this kind of experience with. And it's really second to none because everything else is on email. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No matter how great your true. website is and you want a good website, right? Yeah. It has Very true. It's it's not even in the league of meeting you. Not even in the yeah. league. If you didn't have a website, if you didn't have a website and I met Charles, I'd hire Charles. I don't care that he doesn't have a website. But if he sends me a quote submission, where's his website? Mm. Right. You uh, see, true. it's a totally right. different mindset because I figured, oh, he's probably he's probably updating his website. He's probably it's probably under construction. He's working on mm-hmm. it. But mm-hmm. if I'm meeting him, if I'm meeting him, that that trumps everything because I get mm-hmm. I get to hear him. I get to see how he takes direction. I get to see what his personality is like, you know. Awesome. Awesome. Law, we have kept you a while. We know you have a standing <laughs> hard stop. And uh, let's real quickly, Nevo is coming up October 14th and 15th. Book your flight now. Get that discount. The hotel is incredibly reasonable. I've already looked. Everything is reasonable. You need to, you know, you need to go. Um, we look forward to hearing you every week on on all the other uh, on the other podcasts that you're on and uh, always following everything you're doing. Just really uh, just blown away by this knowledge today. This is some Good of the stuff. best. Uh, it is. It's some of the best down to earth advice that can be given. And if you're yep. out there and you're new and you're hacking away, play this back at least three times and listen. Because there is Poke some up. perfect advice yep. in here. Uh, and, and I really love what you said about people growing up and not having the benefit that some of us had of having that family that came together and talked about things. And, and uh, that's just wonderful. But thanks so much for joining us, taking time out of your busy schedule. And we wish you all the success in the world with, uh, with Nevo and everything else you're doing. Love watching you guys grow and prosper and, and have all this great success. You guys, you something so to close with? If I could, love it, yeah, I could just really love it. quick. Um, you know, Troy, you were saying for you know anybody out there that's new, uh, you know, to to listen to it three times. I think that's number one. That's absolutely correct. Number two, um, I've joined the Tick Group um, uh, at hmm. MCBO, and there's you know there's uh, multiple uh, levels you can you can join at, but for what I've got. Just from my workshops um, for the past what three weeks um, that I've been in, I've gained. I've I've been in this for what three a little over three years, mm-hmm. and I still consider myself new. But I've I've, I've done some stuff. I've worked with uh, great people uh, and had interactions. But I still learned, and that sense of family that you know Law was talking about. Like you sit at the table, you talk, you 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 talk about things. That's what happens in these, in these tick workshops. So I encourage people to go to MCVO, look and join uh, the tick group because they are a fantastic group of people. The coaches are awesome. And everybody in there is, it's just great. It's like I'm meeting my family every day when I join the meetings. I love that. That's so great. And that's right on the Nevo website. So that's our talent inner circle. It's our studio fam jam. And it really is a conservatory level 
training mm. of some of the coaches I've known for years and years and years, all working talent, all working directors and producers. And we have amazing guests that come through. And it really is, in ton, you know, over a thousand hours of replays you can watch. And it really wow. is. We wanted to create an online network where you get a virtual hug every time you come in and a super diverse and safe space to work in to just, you know, enjoy each other and step out of the toxic world for a moment and yeah. just remember that we're just together and we're very different people from very different places, but we can share creativity and artistry and craftsmanship and and sort of all become one in that sharing so i'm so glad you said that i appreciate that so much and yeah share that love tick is really fabulous 15 16 months old now we have about 160 members awesome wow growing so i'm I'm very proud of it thank you for saying that charles and thank you for this interview it was just a joy i could go on forever (laughs) i'm sure and we would love to listen to that (laughs) we may have to have you back we'll have to have you back for a part two because there's more to say uh hey on behalf of everybody here charles alden jake Lollapitas, thank you all so much for joining us today, and we'll catch you next time on the next Another VO Podcast. Thanks for making it all the way through Another VO Podcast with Jake, Alden, and Troy. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at anothervopodcast at gmail.com. And be sure to like or comment on your podcast platform. We drop episodes every week and interview peers once a month also. If you have something you'd like to ask or topics in mind we need to discuss, let us know. Otherwise, we hope to see you next week right here on another VO Podcast.